Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Transfix Take Podcast, where we are performance-driven. Each week, we deliver news, insights, and trends for shippers and carriers from our market expert, Justin Mays. All right, Mays, as always, lots to go through. So how's it going? Hey, Jenny, great to be back with you to talk about another week of freight. This one feels like an exciting one, so what you got? The markets continue to bend heavily in shippers' favor as tender rejections near single digits and spot rates continue to drop in the favor of shippers. We have to be going on some sort of record, aren't we? Completely opposite of what we have seen over the last 18 months to two years as markets drove heavily in the carrier's favor. While the pace of the market is loosening and rates are starting to level off week over week in several regions, carriers still have a few markets left in their back pocket where they can continue to drive pricing in their favor. These markets are mainly in the south and southeast as produce season combined with record imports are creating tighter capacity. Miami is one of the only major markets in the U.S. to see an increase in rates week over week last week. And what about in other regions? Out west, capacity remains loose, but big but rates have continued to stay flat. Carriers looking to move freight into the northeast or midwest, make sure you are getting a higher rate heading to your destination to cover your costs leaving these regions as shippers push down even harder on these spot rates. And that is great advice as we continue to monitor fuel prices across the nation. So great idea, Maze. For shippers, freight running into the tighter markets along produce and port markets in the south and southeast will be easy to move at rates leaving these markets to draw carriers in. For shippers, freight running into the tighter markets along produce and port markets will continue to be easy to move as rates leaving these markets draw carriers in. You know, Maze, I'm curious to know, what is it that has created the momentum for shippers to take back power in the market? It's a great question. While carriers experienced a bull market for close to 18 months, seeing record rates time after time as shippers battled multiple supply chain disruptions and bottlenecks that we've continued to talk and point at. Demand was at all-time highs, and capacity in the market struggled to support shipper needs, as freight needed to move yesterday. However, since March, shippers have been able to flip the script. Multiple factors led to this change. Two factors that were led by shippers themselves. First, contract rates have become more favorable as shippers experienced an 8% increase in contractual rates year to date. And this is after the incline we saw in Q4 of 2021. But on top of that, there were multiple external factors, such as the slowdown in demand for durable goods as retailers report higher inventory levels, combined with continued inflation potentially impacting consumer behavior now and in the future. Layer this in with the fact consumers are starting to spend more on services than goods as many Americans are breaking out of their pandemic bubble for the first time this spring, releasing that pent-up demand to go out to eat, to go on vacations, and just get out of the house, quite frankly. Maze, I get it. We both need vacations. But one thing to note is that this is, the, this is an interesting change for the holiday market. We saw an increase in consumer spend, of course, as we expected. Consumers then had to wait because of the backlog of freight shipments out on uh, the overseas with port congestion and so forth. And now they're, all, they're ordering the services that they need 
in order to put a lot of what they purchase together and install it into their homes and apartments. Interesting do-it-yourself dynamic that we saw in 2020 at the height of the pandemic. And I wonder if this is simply just the new normal. All these factors can drive down demand. Regardless of volume levels, the fact shippers are not rushing to move freight allows them to release pressure on the rail and better plan how they release freight to their partners on the truckload side. For 18 months, shippers faced one out of four contractual shipments being rejected. This allowed carriers to continue to drive up spot rates month after month. As contract rates have risen and demand has changed, carriers have found the reverse to be true. Shippers were finally able to push for better routing guide compliance with higher rates and ultimately pushing carriers to accept and eliminate volume overflow into the spot market. This move has ultimately changed the market's momentum with the drop in demand and urgency. Currently, contract rates are much higher than spot rates, encouraging carriers to take all of their commitment volumes, preventing them from hitting the spot market and allowing their rates to continue their rise. Well, the question remains, will shippers be able to keep this market? It's a really good question and something a lot of people are starting to ask themselves. In my opinion, there are two main factors that could prevent shippers from enjoying the current market conditions for an extended period of time. First, it's important to call out that shippers always have the power to drive how the routing guides perform. Their ability to maintain an efficient routing guide is truly up to them. Shippers are already reacting fast and attempting to push down rates on brand new contracts that just went live. And if they bite too much, it could spur an adverse reaction. Some shippers see spot rates drop well below some contractual rates in different regions. They are having a knee-jerk reaction to go back and force carriers to take lower rates. This in the end could potentially harm them in the future as the current market conditions could change and we are in a traditional time period of lower truckload volumes. The last thing shippers want to push freight back to the spot market by forcing their partners to reprice lower. Carriers could also struggle to stay afloat if rates on the spot side and contractual side decrease. The carrier operating cost has increased a lot over the last 18 months and fuel is certainly not helping them. It's not, but at the very least, we are seeing some relief in this area. With lower rates, this could drive new and old capacity out of the market completely, only creating trouble for shippers when volumes increase again, pushing the cycle faster. Second, demand can change. We continue to see imports strengthen, especially in southeastern ports. And this is all while China's largest port continues to have significant issues. Imports are not the only freight volumes increasing. Over the past few weeks, we have continued to see an increase in manufacturing output as well as industrial production. These are just two of many factors that could help push the pendulum the other way, but it would take a lot of pushing. Right, and if you look at market trends for consumers, prices everywhere are going up. You look at the grocery stores, your $4 box of cereal might be $6 now, or milk. I mean, milk is definitely up there. In addition, last week, mortgage rates reached over 5% for the first time since 2011. If consumer behavior shifts towards services and the cost of goods continue to increase, then the freight market could continue to decline or stay flat as less freight is being moved around the country. 
Stay tuned next week to continue to keep up to date with what's happening in the freight industry as we talk more on what we believe is going to be happening going forward. That's right. We'll see you next week with an all new episode. Until then, drive safely. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of Transfix Inc. or any parent companies or affiliates or the companies with which the participants are affiliated and may have been previously disseminated by them. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are based upon information considered reliable, but neither Transfix Inc. nor its affiliates nor the companies with which the participants are affiliated warrant its completeness or accuracy and it should not be relied upon as such. All views and opinions are subject to change.